Let's pray this morning. Father, it's in your grace that we want to rest this morning because of who you are. Change us on the inside this morning. That it would make all the difference in the outside of our lives. Father, we thank you for being who you are. Because you are that incredible God who promises to be with us in all things, be with us in this moment, that our hearts and our minds might be shaped and fashioned, that our wills could be released to you, and instead you could just build us into the incredible people of God, the incredible person you want us to be in Jesus Christ. Father, thank you for your Son. Thank you for all the right things he did, especially that he would love us enough to die for us and give us the opportunity of this moment. So we ask, bless this time according to your purpose and glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's go ahead and have a seat this morning while uh, called by name takes a seat. And uh, we continue this morning in our... Uh, series uh, Nonfiction God, and uh, we're looking at um, the reality of who God is. Who does the Bible tell us that, uh, that God is, and uh, how does that dispel all those uh, false images out there about who God is? And there's lots of kind of fictional images about who God is, and uh, so this morning it's Nonfiction God. God is always right, even when we're wrong. And we're going to be dispelling, hopefully, a uh, fictional image of God that looks something like this. Do you know this person? Batman fans would know him. There you go, Two-Face. Yeah, that's Two-Face, right? Okay. And Two-Face, whenever Two-Face was, uh, uh, had to make a decision, how did he make his decisions? Look close at the picture and the answer is there. Thank you. Awesome. Good. Flipped a coin, right? He just flipped a coin. And, and uh, you know, whatever the coin came up, heads, tails, that's the way he went. Of course, you know, he was known to flip the coin a whole lot to get the decision he wanted occasionally, but nevertheless, right, the idea was that he just made decisions arbitrarily. However it was, whatever seemed right at the moment, whatever seemed good at the time, he just kind of made arbitrary decisions and flipping that coin, right? And a lot of people in our world look at God the same way. They look at God and say, well, you know, God is just this, this arbitrary, removed God who just makes decisions on a whim, that he keeps changing his mind somehow, and he just keeps flipping that coin, and this time he makes this decision, that time he makes that decision, and there's no rhyme or reason to any of his decisions. He's just kind of this arbitrary decision maker. Have you heard people talk about God that way? Isn't that true? Sure, it's like Two-Face. You know, which one are you going to get today? Good God, bad God, whatever, right? Just keep flipping the coin. The trouble for us, of course, is that's not even close to the understanding that the Bible gives us, that God reveals about himself. If we look to the scripture, we can see right away in Psalm 11 that it's really clear about how God makes his decisions. And it's based on who he is in his person, right? Why don't you say Psalm 11:7 with me? You ready? The Lord always does right and wants justice done. The Lord always does what? You get it? You see, that's the point. The point is to understand the real God. And the real God is a God who always does right. He always does right. 
It, it's part of his nature. It, it, it's just part of who he is. He, he doesn't have the capacity to do wrong. I mean, you and I, we make decisions and we can make right decisions or wrong decisions. We are much more like Two-Face, aren't we? Where we kind of flip the coin a little bit and sometimes we flip it a lot to get what we want. But the problem for us is we make those decisions. God makes decisions based on what is always, always right. Why? Because that's who he is. It is the nature of God that God doesn't have the capacity to be able to make decisions that are somehow wrong. In his nature, in who he is, the scripture is really clear over and over again that God just simply always makes a right decision. He always does what is right. Look at the Psalm 119. It's right there again. Our Lord, you, are, you always do right. And your decisions are fair. Straight at us, right? This is the nature of who God is. He always makes right decisions. Or Psalm 129. The Lord always does right. He just does. It's who he is. The Lord always does right. And he set me free from the ropes of those cruel people. This is so cool for us. If you get this understanding this morning, you're going to be set free. You're going to be set free. Why? Because if you just know who God is this morning, if you just get a glimmer and a glimpse of understanding this truth, that in God's nature, God always does right, then you can be free from being two-faced yourself. You can be free from struggling with decisions. Why? Because always God makes the right decision. And if God always makes the right decision, then who do you want to trust? God. He's always right. I mean, look at it this way. If you, uh, if you were a gambling person, not to encourage that, but if you happen to be a gambling person, and you went to the racetrack and, and uh, you know, you went to the first race and the guy sitting next to you won. And the second race came along and he won again. And the third race came along and he won again. The fourth case came along and he won again. And the fifth race came along and he won again. By the sixth race, don't you think you might be saying something like, so who do you like in the sixth? Why would you do that? Well, because he's always right. You see what freedom that is? You see, the freedom for us is if we get this, if we know in God's nature, God is always, always, always right, then it releases us from flipping the coin. It releases, it, it frees us from the dilemmas that we have in trying to make the right decision. No, it frees us to just trust God because we know who God is. And because of who God is, God will always make the right decision in our lives. Here's the key point. Rightness always leads to rightness. It's because we know who God is. God always makes the right decision. And if we release our lives to Him, then we know we can be in, in a place of being right. This is the amazing thing that God does for us. That, that this rightness that He gives to us comes not because of rules and regulations, but because of relationship. Let's see where it is in the text. This is the Apostle Paul uh, writing in the book of uh, Romans. But now God has shown us a way to be made, what? 
to get life right. Okay? He's shown us a way to be made right with him without keeping the requirements of the law as was promised in the writings of Moses. See, where are we left before this? Well, before this, we always measure our rightness over and against the law. Are we living up to the law? Are we doing what's right? Are we succeeding or failing according to what God demands of us, right? And, of course, whenever we compare ourselves to the law, how do we do? Not so good, right? Not so good. You see, do you know people out there in the world who look at the church and they look at religion, that's the term they usually use, and they say, ah, I don't want anything to do with that religion stuff because it's just a bunch of rules and regulations. Have you heard that? You see, you can now correct them because that's not even close to what it means to follow Jesus Christ. Paul is saying here, listen, if it's a bunch of rules and regulations, we're in deep trouble. Because we don't always do what's right. But God has already done what is right. He did a right thing for us. He made a right decision on our behalf. He did what is right because he was thinking about each one of us and knowing we cannot do it on ourselves. So he did the right thing for us. Here's what it says. We are made right with God by placing our faith in Jesus Christ. What makes us right? Not rules and regulations. What makes us right is a relationship. What makes us right is that God made the right decision for us in sending Jesus Christ to take upon Himself everything that is wrong with us. He took upon Himself every wrong decision we've made in our life. Every failure we've been about in our life. God made a right decision thinking about us. And now we don't live by rules and regulations. We live right by relationship. We live right by relationship. Somehow we got ahead there. Or back there. We got a new toy up here. So look what he says in uh, 23. 23. For everyone has sinned, we all fall short of God's glorious standard. Does the Bible know us? Yeah, of course. We fall short. Right? But look what he says in 24. Yet God, with undeserved kindness, declares that we are righteous. We're right. He did this through Christ Jesus when he freed us from the penalty of our sins. For God presented Jesus as the sacrifice for sin. People are made right with God when they believe that Jesus sacrificed his life, shedding his blood. What makes us right? Not the rules and regulations. What makes us right is the relationship. That's what we live out of. It's because we know the nature of God. We know the nature of God. And the nature of God is to always be right. And because he's always right, and he's always looking out for our benefit, he did a right thing. The right thing was, he sent Jesus Christ to take care of all of our wrongs. And now he makes us right when we just trust him. And we live in that relationship. Not rules and regulations. Relationship. The relationship makes us right. And when you live in a right relationship, guess what you do? You do right things. Romans 6, 
Do you not know that if you continually surrender yourselves to anyone to do his will, you are slaves of him whom you obey, whether that be to sin, which leads to death, or to obedience, which leads to righteousness, right doing and right standing with God. What happens? Rightness leads to rightness. Because God makes us right in our relationship. Out of that relationship now, we can surrender ourselves to do whatever it is God wants us to do, which is always what? Right. That means we will do right things. Why? Because we're living in a relationship and doing and discerning what it is God wants for our life. And having been set free from sin, you become servants of righteousness servants of doing what's right of conformity to the divine will and thought purpose and action you see we do right not because we follow rules and regulations we do right because we live in a relationship and because we know the nature of who god is and the nature of who god is leads us to do right things what difference does it make to us what does it do in our life then Look what the psalmist says. I praise you seven times a day because your laws are fair. How many times a day? That's that's more than in the morning and the evening, right? That's more than just when you wake up in the morning and do your prayers or in the evening and you do your prayers at night. He's saying, I pray you seven times a day. What's he trying to say? That's what his life is now. That's what he does. He lives a right life. He does right things. Why? Because he just wants to do whatever's right that brings honor and praise to God. That's what his life's about. Seven times a day. It's like as I go through my day, what am I going to do? I'm just going to seek to do whatever's right. Not because it's right, because it praises God. It lives out of the relationship. Do you see that? And when you do that, look at his outcome. You give peace of mind to all who love your law. You get what? Peace of mind. Do you see that? All of a sudden, you get peace of mind. Your life moves to a whole other level. Why? Because you're not living according to your own decisions. You're living according to what God's already decided is right and shows you is right in His Word. And if you're free then to just let God be right in your life, you can have peace of mind. You don't have to anguish over every decision. You don't have to worry about, did I make the right decision? Am I, am I going in the right path? Why? Because God's path is always right. If you live to the praise of His glory, you're going to have the incredible peace of mind that says, hey, life is awesome good. Why? Because God is right. And I'm just doing what He says. Look at the next one. And nothing can make them fall. The incredible strength that we get when we get this confidence in who God is. God is right. And if I'm just living out of that relationship, I'm doing what's right, I'm going to have that incredible strength to stand. Is everybody going to look at our lives and say, hey, man, you're doing the right thing all the time. No, there's going to be people who are out there detracting from us and trying to say, what are you doing? Why are you doing that? And we've got to be able to be strong enough to stand and say, listen, I'm just doing what God wants in my life. That's it. I'm living the life God wants me to live. We can do that because we just live in that relationship And you are my only hope for being saved, Lord, and I do all that you command. We just do what's right, because he's right, right? I love and obey your laws with all my heart. You know everything I do. 
We let God's word be the decider for us of what's right and what's wrong. And because God's always right, it's like that guy keeps betting on the races. Because God's always right, if we follow his word, we're always going to be right. You get it? How cool is God? Isn't that awesome? If you just follow that through, that all we have to do is just know the nature of who God is. Now here's the rub. The rub is, does that mean in our lives we are always going to do the right thing? No, sometimes we fall back into being two-faced, right? Sometimes we fall back into that pattern of flipping that coin and, and trying to outguess God. And, and are we always going to understand every decision God is making in our life? Are, are we always going to understand every movement that God is, is pressing us in our life? No, we're not going to always get it. We're not going to always understand it. So even when we're wrong, the challenge for us is to know God is always right. That's what Jeremiah knows. Look what the way he describes God in the first few words there. Uncompromisingly righteous. Isn't that incredible? What does it mean? Well, God is always right. He's not going to change his mind. It's, it's who he is. There's no compromise. God is always right. He's uncompromisingly righteous. And rigid just are you, O Lord, when I complain against and contend with you, yet let me plead and reason the case with you. See, here's what happens for us. We live in this relationship. And in this relationship, we seek to live to the praise of God and do what's right according to His Word. But we don't always get it. We don't always understand it. We don't always understand everything God is doing in our life. And, and there are going to be times when we, we're seeking to do the right thing and do what God wants us to do, and we're going to contend with God. We're, we're going to say, God, I, I don't get this. God, are you sure this is right? God, I, I just don't see how this is going to come out the right way. Have you been in that place? Yeah, the, the best example I can use, and, and I know some people have different feelings about these machines, you know, whether they're always right or not, but, but you know, I've got this GPS thing. In my car, you've got one of those, right? And if you put the right address in there, right? If you put the right address in there, what happens? You put the right address in there, and you forget the maps, and you don't look at that stuff, and you're left just trusting the GPS system. You know what happens? At least for me? You'll hear me driving along, and it'll say, do this, do that, and I'll say, what? There is no way if I go left, I'm going to get there. Why in the world would you send me left, Nuvi? You've got to be wrong. What am I doing? I'm contending, aren't I? But you know what always happens? What always happens, if I have put the right address in that machine, it always gets me to the right place. I may not always understand the path it took. I may not always get why it had me go this way or that way or the other way, but it always gets me to the right place. And I'm always going to be in the process of contending with God and trying to understand why, God. Why that way? You see, it's not always going to be easy. It's not always going to be smooth. It's not always going to be comfortable. It wasn't easy and smooth for Jeremiah. But Jeremiah says, listen, you can contend with God. It's okay. But it doesn't change who God is. God is always right. And we need that. Because God is always right, He will always do the right thing 
even for us. And there are times in our lives when we get to be two-faced and we fall back into flipping that coin and we make wrong decisions and we need God to intervene, to do the right thing again. That's what the psalmist says. I'm your servant, but I have wandered away like a lost sheep. Please come after me because I have not forgotten your teachings. There are times in our lives when God just needs to do the right thing. And it may be painful. The, the best uh, illustration I can think about was that was my, my dad. My dad would intervene in my life if I did the wrong thing. Usually that intervention started with some kind of action like this. You, you know what I'm talking about, right? Okay? Usually it was some kind of intervention that involved his, his belt. W was that always a pleasant thing for me? Did, did I contend with him? <laughs> you bet, Dad! But did it bring me back to a right place? Yes, it did. You see, we may not always like the right thing, but because we know who God is, and we know He always does right, we're left in the relationship that says, God, I don't always get it, I don't always understand it, it sometimes hurts, it's sometimes painful, it's sometimes confusing, but you know what? I trust you. Why? Because the Lord always does what? Right. It's who He is. He always does right and wants justice done. That's what God is. He always does right. He's always looking out for our benefit. He always, even when we do wrong, wants to do what's right and just in our life. Where does it leave us? Then you will say to the Lord, you are my fortress, my place of safety, you are my God, and I will trust you. You see, that's where we're left. Why? Because we don't live according to rules and regulations. We live in a relationship. And that relationship simply calls us over and over and over again to trust who God is. I just trust who God is. And because I know who God is, He's my fortress, He's my place of safety, He's my God, and I can just trust Him no matter what. The psalmist calls us to that over and over again. Look what he says. You are my place of safety, my shield. Your word is my only hope. I'm going to make all decisions because that's what's right, according to your word. All of you worthless people get away from me. I'm going to surround myself with right people. I'm going to get out of that stuff of wrong relationships and wrong environments with people. I'm going to do what God wants me to do. Young people, are you listening? If you're hanging out with the wrong crowd, get out. They're not right. That's not the right relationship. The right relationship is over here. Letting God be your shield and your guard and your hope and you listen to His Word and you do what's right because you know who He is. He's right. They're wrong. He's right. He's always right. It's who He is. And I am determined to obey the commands of my God. I'm absolutely determined to just let God make all the right decisions. We can do that because we know God is always looking out for our benefit. And God always gives us the opportunity to just run to Him and just trust Him with, with everything going on in our life. Is it easy? No. Let me give you a concept from the Old Testament. 
It was the concept of the cities of refuge. Have you heard about the cities of refuge? In the Old Testament, they had cities of refuge that God demanded. All right, God established these cities of refuge. Why? Well, in the Old Testament, if you were you know, driving your camel through downtown Jerusalem and, and some person ran out in front of your camel and you ran them over and you killed them, you know what would happen? I mean, besides getting down off your camel and trying to care for them and do all that, once you realize that they were dead, word would get to their family that a family member had been killed. The family would immediately respond and appoint someone else in the family to be the avenger. And they were given the specific charge that they were to avenge this death, and the only way to avenge the death was to do what? Chase that person down and kill him. That's what they did. So God, because he always does what is right, he established cities of refuge. He said, well, listen, if you're driving your camel and, and this person runs out in front of them and you run them over and, and you accidentally kill them, get off your camel. You know, once you realize what's happened, get off your camel and start running as fast as you can to a city of refuge. Run to the city of refuge because we know the avenger is going to be coming after you. Run to the city of refuge. And when you get to the city of refuge, go before the gate and explain the situation and they will let you in and you will be safe from the avenger. And then we'll have a trial of peers and they'll determine whether it was really an accident or not an accident and justice will prevail. See what happens? What is God doing in this? He's doing the right thing. He's offering to us the opportunity in all of our life, in all of our circumstances, to trust who He is and just run to Him. It means whatever's going on in your life, because you know who He is, and He always does right, and He'll always do right for your life, just run to Him. Just run to Him. Just run to Him and let Him be that refuge in your life. Look what the psalmist says. The Lord is a refuge for the oppressed, a place of safety in times of troubles. And those who know you, Lord, get that, those who know you, Lord, will trust you. You do not abandon anyone who comes to you because we know God is always right. You can run to him. See, I know there's some of you in the room this morning who've made some really bad decisions. You, you've been that two-faced. You've been flipping that coin and just, just trying to do your best and make a guess. And, and guess what? It's not always been right because it hasn't been according to God's Word. It hasn't been according to what God wants in your life. Now is the time to get off the camel and just run to Him. Just run to Him and let Him be the refuge. And that means letting Him take over all the decisions in your life. Letting Him be the shield, the guard, the refuge that just puts life back in the right place. The psalmist says, I trust in God how often? All the time. I trust in God at all times. My people tell Him all your troubles and He is our refuge. It means that we can run to Him. We can just pour out all the stuff that's been going on in our life. We, we can pour out all the mistakes we've made. We can, we can pour out and let go of all the bad decisions we've been about. We can let go of all of that stuff. Why? Because we know who He is. 
And he's always right. And he's a refuge. When we get this, it leads us to Jeremiah. It leads us to being able to understand, but Almighty God, you test people justly. You know what is in the hearts and minds. So let me see you take revenge on my enemies. We don't have to do it. Now look at this next phrase. For I have placed my cause where? In the person that's right. In the the one who's always right. You see, that's what it is. Because we know God is always right. We don't have to live according to rules and regulations. We live in a relationship. And that relationship gives us the freedom to just release ourselves into Him and say, God, whatever you want in my life, it's right. God, whatever you want in my marriage, it's right. God, whatever you need to do in my kids' lives, it's right. Whatever whatever you're leading me to do in my work, my profession, it's right. Because I'm just going to trust you and live in this relationship where you are my refuge. And yeah, I may contend with you, God, once in a while. I may not get it all the time, but I'm going to still trust your word more than anything. I'm still going to say, God, I know who you are. And you're always right. And so I can put my life into your hands completely. Let's pray. Father, thank you. Thank you for being the God that you are. You're always right. There's there's never a moment when you don't do the right thing. So we pray today, help us. Help us to just surrender our lives, to just give every decision over to you and, and all those things that we've done that have been outside your word and the mistakes we've made. Just cover those and forgive us. Release us from that and put us back in a right place that we can just live with you as our strength and our refuge.